whatevs. Uh-oh, sign fell off. Last day to get a <laughs> Pips <laughs> burger. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I brought it back, I, and it's not open. <laughs> I, I said I didn't know where to set it. It's in my bag. It, it may taste a little like iced tea, but it's filled No, I got up. it. <laughs> I did not open it. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I uh, said it's it. It's your guys' fault for giving Big Bear a bottle of whiskey, so. Should know better. Yeah. He is left one in the room last night. We drank it. Is that the only <laughs> bottle of whiskey you guys have? <laughs> Okay, everybody in gold shorts, don't be mean to me today, okay? If you're wearing gold <laughs> shorts, just keep walking. <laughs> See ya, bye. One minute. You too. Nope, no, I'm not. I Good thing da, I checked. Da, 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 da. Trying to find our. That is a delicious OJ. With a kick. Spent $300 on orange juice this week. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, here we go. Eight. Hmm. Huh. What do we have there? Yeah, this is old school. Old school day, old Rob school, oh, I like that. Benji Bendley. <laughs> when when uh, Joe's, you know, 7-1. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rump Chat. Number Last 10. day, round 10, Las Vegas. And we have uh, the man that built the Thomas and Mac. Eight-time world champion Joe Bieber with us today. Yay, everybody. Jay. And they have remodeled that building quite a few times. <laughs> there's going to be a kid might do it tonight. So, so uh, eight times, that's, uh, what's that, five in the tie-down, three all-round? It correct? is, it is, yeah. So uh, your first one you won when I was two. <laughs> Were you born? <laughs> Were yeah. you born? Yeah, that was 86? 85. 85. Jeez. Know your guest, Rump. <laughs> well, I, I can't remember. Uh, it's it's performance number 10, all right? A lot of orange juice has went through that <laughs> yeah, month, we, you know? <laughs> I, I've spent some uh, brain cells this week in Las Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's awesome to have Joe B here. We've been trying to get him down here. A very busy man, but. Nobody else, obviously, very in tune with this, uh, the TV telecast, knows all the ins and outs, what's going on. So we're going to get his opinions on some world championship races. But, but first, we kind of want to get in, and we were talking about this before, and I had to yell at you two to save it for the show. But <laughs> So what, tell what's the biggest difference besides the money? Mm-hmm. Like NFR 1985, first year in Vegas. Wait, set it up like this, Ambo. Oh, you do it. We could get in a time machine. 
me, yeah. you, and Hambone. Yep. We go back to 1985. Y'all would have one hell of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are we gonna like? T- talk us through your first NFR. What you drove out? How much clothes you brought? How much experience. money you had before you got here? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much money. I remember I broke down in El Paso, and you had a check-in time. You had to be here by. I barely made it to check-in. Um, back then, it was a little bit more, you know, hands-on with everybody. Uh, we didn't sleep much back then. Ricky and the Red Streaks. Oh, oh yeah. I remember those guys. They were down the street, and it seemed like 10 out of the top 15 in every event had a table there every night. Uh, we, <laughs> thought the, we thought rooms were for showering and room service only. <laughs> There was no Only? sleeping. Yeah, there was. You know, I like Boudreaux Campbell. Did you hear him this week? Uh-uh. He said, somebody asked him why he's winning so much. He said, well, you know, after the first two years of just really partying a lot and having a lot of fun, I realized I didn't win anything, so I had to change. Well, see, that wasn't me. I was one of the lucky ones that could party all night and still win, so I didn't change for years. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to. Well, you know what, though, but you, you uh, being uh, competitive, there's guys that can – that can get drunk at night and win during the day. I That's mean, right. And there's guys that can eat Wade not. Sundell. Uh, oh, yeah. J.B. Mooney. J.B., my man, you know. You know, man. I'm just glad that Boudreaux, there's still a cowboy that smokes cigarettes. Yeah. Boudreaux. <laughs> I love Boudreaux. <laughs> Boudreaux's know, a real deal. He'll I mean, still fire a dart here or there. He, he's a real deal, though. He figured it out. He belongs here, and he's going to be hard to hard to beat for a long time. And maybe with him and Stetson and Kobe Radley, a few more, we got some competition for Sage. <laughs> So yeah, back, yeah, that's true. Back to 1985. So yep. uh, we were looking last night, Ham and I, twenty six thousand dollars around now. Yeah, 1985. You win in the round. What do you What do you cash it a check? I think for? seven thousand dollars. Damn, that's still pretty good. Yeah, it was great because I remember, you know, that was my first year and his first year in Vegas. Well, everybody talked about Oklahoma City, and they wanted to know what you thought. Oh, it's no fun going to this little venue, this is basketball court, all that. I told him I didn't care. I'd rope in the parking lot for $8,000. I didn't give Absolutely. two shits. You know, I mean, I was after the money. So I think it, it came at a good time. When we rolled into town, that used to be the time that they took it. They took off. Restaurants were closed. You mm-hmm. know, they re-carpeted, repainted. The bars were closed. But about a year, about two years into it, they realized it was a big money time. The bars went staying open. You know, that all the entertainers were in town. And it just kind of broke together with the rodeo yeah well it's it, the, the the money obviously is the biggest change but uh you know back then i don't know how many well there's obviously more casinos now and a lot bigger casinos mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it's insane you can come out here and party in a different casino with rodeo people every night yeah you know i remember even when i was still come out the the gold coast was right was right. the spot minions was big yeah. you know and i mean i think i can't even remember the name the frontier, I think, is where the Rick and Red Streaks were every night. But I remember we used to, you know, when I first made them, we couldn't wait to. We wanted to win something the first night because you cash your check. That's fun money. You know, you just <laughs> you that's fun still go money. to the secretary. Man, that was gambling, drugs, and drinking all week. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> that's just how it was back then. I mean, that's what we did with our first check. Yeah, I was gonna so. say you had some help to get through those days. Oh didn't you? yeah, but man. You know what though? That is, that's what I like to hear because, not saying that you know condoning or whatever, right, which right. is great. But, like, that's a real story, and, and that's one thing I feel like that the Hambo and I are trying to do through Rum Chat. We're talking real shit. You know, we don't want to, well, talk about 1985 and your fourth run, you know. You know, no. I think it's, I like, the coolest thing I've got to do this week, and Hambo and I, we got to sit in a table with Donnie Gay. Yeah. And Donnie's telling the real stories of what it was, you know. And, and uh, when I see a picture from, like, 86 of the contested parking lot, and it's, like, pickups and 
two-horse bumper pulls and campers. Yeah. You ain't pulling that off no more. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not doing that. You know, we had long hair, and we had st- stupid-looking shirts now, but they were the deal then. And, you know, why hide or, or hide behind or why, why be somebody you weren't? You know, when we first rolled into town, you, everybody partied all night. You know, there may have been three or four in each event that didn't, but we mingled. We had a big time together. You know, the bull riders, the bronc riders, we all we all were at the same place, and we all were the same deal. We'd had a long year to get here. We partied. We had fun. We won a lot. But we were also, we were back then, I think, a little more focused maybe on how being successful all the way around. Yeah. We had a fun. Yeah, and you know what? It, it, and everybody, when they talk about, oh, man, 26000 around, Dude, but in 1985, at $7,000 around, you didn't have to buy. You, didn't, you weren't pulling a $200,000 no. trailer. You didn't have a $90,000 truck. And you could probably buy a calf horse for less than 45000 I had the best calf horse <coughs> in the business that year. And I gave $10,000 for him. I placed in five or six rounds and one third in the average. I left here with 50000 I think. I went home and bought 10 acres in a trailer house. <laughs> awesome. That was a start right there. Was it two alpaca? <laughs> Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. That's the way it went. And, you know, I thought I'd never see another poor day because it was easy. Money was easy. So do you have a story that if you need to change the names, it's fine, but <laughs> – do you have anything that like let's just like oh my god that was nuts how'd we survive type of story from out here? Well, out here when you're I was winning the average and winning the world championship and we there was four of us running together back then and the other two of the other, two of them was entered and me and one of the guy wasn't and we had been out all night pretty much every day and we had a red rent car it's all I remember it was red so we come in and. We wake up the next day about 2 o'clock, and, you know, the rodeo starts 6.30. Yeah. You got to be there for grand entry at 5.30, 6 o'clock or whatever. Yep. So I, ca- I got to call, and I got to looking for the rent. You know, I didn't have a valet. I didn't have the keys. I asked the guys with me. I said, hey, you know, who had the car? Well, I'll just throw his name in there. J.D. had the car. Call him. So I called J.D. <laughs> J.D. Feller? J.D. No, Tadlock <laughs> said, no, I didn't have it. Y'all had it. So I went back to my other buddies, and I said, hey, we had the car. And so I called down the hall to the other room and I said did you leave the car and he said no why I said my back number's in there my rope can and my knee braces you know my knees were like jello my whole life so I had to have them so it's three o'clock now and it's four o'clock and we can't find it and I called downstairs and I said hey have you got a rent car in my name or my room and they said man you gotta have a tag and a number and I said I don't have any of that but it's red do you have a red rent car nope so we go through the channels again I call back down now it's five o'clock I've got nothing so at 5 o'clock, I called down. I said, look, you've got to check. We brought that car somehow to this hotel last night. And He's, it's red. And it's red. And he said, hang on. <laughs> the guy that goes from 6 to 6 gets here in a little bit. Well, 6 is getting close to rodeo time. <laughs> so at 6.05, I call back down there, and that guy answers. And he's, I tell him my story. He said, just a minute. So he comes back, and he says, can you identify the car? I said, I've told you it's red. He said, that doesn't do it. Anything else? I said, open the trunk. And he said, if there's a dead body in there, I'm calling the cops. I said, there's not a dead body. Open the trunk. There'll be a national finals number, a rope can, blah, blah, blah. So he comes back a little bit. He said, dude, I got y'all's car. I said, I knew I left it with you. He said, no, no, no. He said, I came on at 6, and that car was running with four doors open, parked on the curb in front of the glass doors, and we didn't know who the hell it was. So we made it to the Grand Entry. We, we actually missed the Grand Entry. They fined us for missing the Grand Entry that night, but we got there in time for me to rope, so it was all good. Oh, God. 
And, you know, we didn't even worry about that back then. Nobody yeah, thought now, nothing of it. Now it you'd just, be ten year, facing 10 years in penitentiary. Oh, yeah. Or, they, you know, they'd be calling you from out there thinking you turned out. But it was just a little more laid back back then, a little easier. And There wasn't Facebook back then. Like, that's right. Facebook complicates the crap out of the finals in that if you see a guy buck off, if you got a really good bull rider buck off and somebody puts a video, then you got 15 people that have never – you know, rode a bull past junior rodeos. Go, by God, if you just got around there to that lift and put Everybody's that in. Everybody's an expert. It's like, it's shut up. Oh, then, well, then the one guy comments that, you know. And then the guy who's friends with the bull rider who bucked off comments underneath and says something like, Defensive. You don't know what the hell you're doing. What <laughs> yeah. have you done? And then the next guy puts on there, well, I made the college finals three times. I got a barrel full of buckles that says I was good. I got third place in the central regions in <laughs> yeah. 1975. Yeah. Then five minutes later, there's like 500 comments, and people are starting to share it. And Or, you know, if somebody misses, like um, like when Tyler missed in, in the steer, and, and everyone's like, well, by God, what about his hazer? Like, why can't people just go, man, sorry about your luck, instead of like having to – I would have loved a rodeo. In the time before Facebook. It was so fun and much or, fun. You know? Nobody knew what you were doing, where you were doing, when you were doing. You took care of your own deal, you know. I mean, if we'd had Facebook in the days, I mean, there's a lot of us that may not have made it. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee yeah, we you. Might've, we might have stayed and in, some in jail. Of the, and some of the legends in this sport, oh, Bob yeah. Tallman. A lot of us, you know. <laughs> if, if, they would have, if they would have drug tested before the grand entry of the first perf in, 80, in 85. No, 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 no. Let me tell you a good story about it. Well, how many people could have rode in the grand entry? They, they were going to one year. What? They, they one year we had a big meeting. They were going to drug test because they, when they oh. first started drug testing horses. <laughs> they were going to drug test the cowboys. Well, a friend of mine stood up in the back and said, "Until you pay me a salary and I sign your contract, you're not testing me." That's it. But, but NFL uh, but, can do it. But when he stood up to say it, eighteen guys ran for the door. So <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a different time. <laughs> God. I can't. Kudos to that guy. Oh, I can't say. Back when smoke can't say. Back when smoke was a smoke, coke was a <laughs> was coke, and a joint was a bad place to be. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Now you can buy five dollar pre roll joints all over town. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not even. It's not even fun anymore. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there Too was easy. A, I could tell this story because it was legal. So we get to Denver a couple years ago, right after Colorado made it legal to buy yeah. weed. So uh, Rump and I are like, man, you know what? When in Rome, let's go try it. So we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, have us some beers, and we're like, and uh, Wacey Monsell was with us, and, and we're headed back to the arena, and they like, stop in this place. So I stop, and it's closed, and we stop at another place that was closed, and I'm like, there's a place over by the arena, and they're like, man, it just seems sketchy. I said, look, even though this is legal, we're still going to buy drugs. Still sketchy. So we still got, <laughs> so we went to this house. With a yellow smiley face, spray Mr. Paint on Mr. <laughs> nice Guys party accessories. <laughs> and um, yeah, anyway, I won't tell the rest of it, but it was a good story. The one it was I a wanted. Good time. To, I googled one, and the one I wanted to go to looked like a Walmart. Like it was so <laughs> nice. You know, but that's that's the deal too. That I think a lot of the guys that nowadays, and not the drugs part over the stupid part. Don't get me wrong, but I think they miss out some on the on the fun, the camaraderie we had. And, and the time we spent together, because when you go to 100, 125 rodeos, and nowadays they've, fi they've helped it so much on the cost value. Because, you know, we're on back-to-back -back yeah. two headers. That helps. One headers are good. But when we laid out in the town for, you know, four or five days, there were planes, trains, and automobiles back then. You have the stories later that you don't, you don't ever forget and you don't miss. 
Yeah, and you know that the one thing about contestants, like, I know all the rough stock guys, like, personally. Like, we hang out, I see them, but like, tiny bit guys with slacks and the two headers, you don't ever, you don't hardly ever see them. It, like, yeah. like, for a rodeo clown like me and Hambo, and like, you know, we, we get to hang out with Boudreaux and Court and Tilden and Casey, and we're all friends, but like, uh, Tyler Milligan from Pawhuska, mm -hmm. I live right over by them. You know, I, I live in Ponk City. I don't, I don't even really know him, you know, yeah. but because, yeah. and I went to every rodeo he was at for the whole year, but, uh, you know, we, we're going to start working on that. I got to get some ropers to hang out with a little bit, but they, they're not just the ropers, but I think um, with so much money that, that these dudes don't want to cut loose because there's so much on the line. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah, there is. There that is. and everybody's watching. Like you said, somebody's yeah. always watching Somebody's now. always watching right here. Ryan, you know what I mean? Ryan Jarrett likes to party. He'll stick around and party. Yeah, and, and, you know, and RJ, you know, he came to my schools when he was a kid. There's a different – I think you hit it wrong, too. There's a different format these days of people in and out, and it's business, we know. But you know what else makes good business? Fun. And if you're not having fun of what you're doing, you got to find something else. That's what, uh, that's what Cotton Rosser says. If we don't look like we're having fun, how are we supposed to convince the people? You can't sell it. You know? exactly. you can't sell it, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, like with, with the kids, and especially with the junior – Rodeo out here, which mm -hmm. has got what nine hundred contestants. Oh, it's huge! It's stupid. Yeah, there's a, there's a junior event every day for some ev some event. There is a an event every day while they're out here for the finals. And so these kids are so trained up in, you know, because look at look at like at that junior open the, at Guthrie that mm -hmm. my nephew Jace Sneeberger was uh, one third place. Like those boys there are so serious. And when you had the guys. Your guys on the uh, oh, national yeah. finals tonight. Yeah, them dudes wouldn't talk. They wouldn't smile. Like, dude, they're everybody's pretty programmed. Hey, let's just rope, 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 which is great. But you know what? We're we're gonna make it a, uh, a we're gonna make it my mission for 2020. I'm gonna start getting those guys to cut up a little bit. You know, we're gonna let some of the tie down ropers. If they get a good run, it's okay to smile, you know. Yeah, it's almost like anymore. Nobody wants to celebrate when it's good, you know. And the other day, we took, uh, I didn't, my wife took a load of them to Mount Charleston to play in the snow. Yeah. You know, my boys that are on TV mm -hmm. are with us on stage just to let them go be kids and have fun. Yep. You know, it's not every day all about you want to win. And, and look, nobody wants to win no more than me and anything I ever did. But you got you got to back off and have some fun. Used to, somebody tied one seven, they'd celebrate, hi, yeah, you know. Now they find you 200 for everything you do. You get fined you know? for celebrating? You, if you, you used to victory laps, throw picking strings in the crowd, yep. you know, to, you know, give them a to throw a, throw your shirt if you wanted to. Now they find you for everything. So everybody's backed off to where it's almost like robotic rodeo. Yeah. Sid Steiner, he didn't care. He threw his shirt and just said, screw it. Just go ahead and pay the ahead. fine, yeah. do the time, have the fun. Don't matter. I, that's Sid Steiner. I wish he would come back out. I got to hang out with Sid this year since Rocker is starting to ride barebacks. And, and Rocker, he's been coming around with uh, with Tilden. And, and uh, Sid, I, back in 2000, what, 2003, mm -hmm. When he come on the scene, that he won it no one. Well, I think he won no, the world. No, he didn't win. Oh, uh, Teddy Johnson won it no yeah, one. Well, no one. It was a little later. But you know, like Sid, that dude. I, that's what I loved about Sid. And I wish we could get more contestants like like Sid. You know, because he was good for rodeo. Sid would kick ass in today's rodeo. Yeah. Here's the deal. Be yourself and be unique. If I tell my kids all the time, if you're different, be different. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And Sid, you know, I got to rodeo with Sid a lot. Um, 
I was I was a Bill Pace and those guys back then. So Sid was with us a lot, hung around. He was as genuine of a guy as you ever want to meet, even though he was as weird, you know, people thought. He was as weird or different. But guess what? He was different to the point of being a world champion. Yeah. True to himself, Rump, never changed. Yeah, that's why, you know, I don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and yeah, walked away. And walked away. Yeah, yeah. Won well, the world and walked away. You know what? His dad did the same thing. They you won, know, the go around, the average in the world, all in one day. And he said, never feel that high again, so I'm done. I wish that's we unbelievable. Could, that I want to get that's, Sid as the exemption at the American. I would love. I said the same thing last year, so that's me and you both. We're going to work on that hard. And he could, dude. Uh, he's got washboard abs, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he's oh, in, yeah. He, well, he, yeah, he we maybe we'll start pushing that on Rump Chat because we're very persuasive, you know. We because we can see people who unfollow us and then we hammer them. Yeah, Dawson <laughs> and Hay. Dawson Hay. Oh, uh, you give him a hard time, dude. And then now he's added us back. So <laughs> we're, take per- the heat. we're pretty influential. Couldn't take the heat. Had to, had to give in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I get very offended if people don't like me. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Yeah. 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 So I bought. It costs two dollars and ninety nine cents a month. To get the app on fi- on Instagram to see who unfollowed you, and you got it. I got fourteen unfollowers this week. Really? Fourteen? Yeah. That's not bad. Do we know you know any what? of them? I don't know any of them. Let's the put a list of their names up. Yeah, we should do that. Oh, but they act like they know you. My brother uh, unfollowed me last night. <laughs> well, you know him. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know what I did? I had a. I give him. I put his phone number up graphic at my watch party. And told uh-huh. everybody to text the word Rodeo Clown to his number for a chance to win NFR tickets. And like three minutes, he's in Kansas, so it's a two-hour <laughs> time difference. He's in bed and gets like over 128 text messages <laughs> in about three minutes. And this morning, I'll be dipped if he didn't unfollow. Rump Imagine Cat. why. But we, we are going to let everybody's like, you know, Ty needs so. to have a chance. So we're going to have Ty chat. We should let Ty and Andy do the show. Let the two brothers come on and set stuff straight. Yeah, Y'all my brother's gonna that. have a baby today. Today? Yeah, yes. yeah. Not him, him? personally. No, his I was wife. Say, hell, that's he a had feat to miss right there. anyway. Uh, <laughs> had to miss the NFR for the baby. So, actually, speaking of Kansas, why does your fantasy team say you're from Kansas? Me? No, Joe. Me? That's I don't what know. Uh, Scott Price said that it says it's. Kansas. Are you been you been hanging around Abbeville and ain't been telling nobody? <laughs> I, I, Kansas just you know attracts me so much. <laughs> the nice weather, <laughs> it's tornadoes or drought. I mean, come on, how oh. can a guy turn that down? But speaking of Kansas, don't we have some Kansas farmers here? Yeah, we got the Harner family here, Partridge, Kansas, Abbeville well, area. Right. So now. we we did a make a farmer famous. <clears throat> Justin Boots people pay attention. Um, <laughs> so this family are awesome. They did a video of hashtag Make a Farmer Famous. And that's something we're going to keep pushing behind and do others, you know, uh, uh, EMS people, stuff like that. But so our boot giveaway today goes to your family. You bet. Good giveaway. So y'all fight on who gets it. But here's the deal. I know this family very well. Only use these boots for nice stuff because these dudes are they can rebuild a combine in the middle of an intersection (laughs) with a crescent wrench and a rubber band. So who's got their pliers on their belt? Oh, that was oh. going to be the boot winner. I can't believe you Boots got retracted. I, yeah, that's it. I that's guarantee it. if you go to their hotel, there's at least one pair of pliers in one of those bags. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Trust me. I grew up in Iowa. Yeah. Sydney, Iowa. Sydney, Iowa. Yeah. Where's Chuck Kite, the flank man for service? He's got Chuck, a. He's a Wisconsin guy. But yeah, he's yeah. got a. He always is packing pliers, dude, to flank bucking horses. So, like. what was uh, regular season rodeos? What did. Uh, 
I, I, I probably get this. And I hate when people ask me, what's your favorite? Because there's so many different, you know. Houston has its reasons because it's so big and it's fun and it's neat. But And then uh, uh, Sykeston, Missouri, because it's oh, a party. Love Sykeston. And they get mad. The people writing you the check, like, force you to party with them. Make you. In a van, tr- in a van reefer trailer with three chickens, a Harley motorcycle, and 16 cases of beer. And a crazy dude with no shirt and a taser. Tasering himself. Yeah. Sykeston, Missouri. Put that on your bucket list, by the way. Write that what, one down. Do you got, uh, I mean, do you have a place that you just, you always kind of call it a home? No, you know what? Don't don't let him get off with the easy rodeo announcer answer. What is your favorite summer rodeo? No bullshit. Party. Ellensburg, Washington. Oh, Labor Day. Ellensburg, Washington. You see, yeah, that was a that was a hangout. It was fun. College had always just started back. You know, when I was in the eighties when we went, we stayed a week. Yeah. Seemed like a month sometime. And then after that, when we went to really rodeoing for and making it, you know, in and out, Ellensburg's always been one of the favorite. It's a committee friendly. It's a cool place to be. It's got the mountain around it. It's just a nice place. Nice. I don't know if it's family or uh committee friendly because they've never hired me well if they would get hire you they'd be really committee friendly really nice but oh. for the all-time favorite fun place you're calling sykeston yeah yeah the, you're you're sticking with it um well, he's only been one year hold on but if, if i had now the best place from 19 however far back to right now where's the biggest pendleton there you go pendleton is letter buck Pendleton is a pretty pretty awesome party. Downtown underground bars. Yeah, but yeah. Pendleton is hard physically for me to make it through. <laughs> yeah, you got to run a lot too. Well, yeah, just to like just to get to the barrel. To get around there, but like everywhere you go, you can't walk 10 foot without somebody trying to give you a drink. When I say give, I mean give. They're not trying to sell you no. a Pendleton. They will hand it to you. And you know the the <laughs> day that like all the contestants the contestants go to the letter buck room the most, but did you know the Letter Buck Room's highest s- drink sales. And for y'all that don't know, the Letter Buck Room is a bar at the rodeo that only serves Pendleton with ice, Pendleton with ice and water, or Pendleton with cola. That's it. Straight whiskey. That's the it. The day that it sells the most drinks is right the day right after Steer Open Slack. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And they're laid out everywhere, too. Those guys will cut loose. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I met the same guy three times there one year. Hey, he they just kept coming up and introducing himself. They <laughs> crush more hats in that bar. If you go in there in a nice hat, you're a damn fool. There because is they will get crush. Get hat whipped. Oh, oh, dude, they will just. And it don't them. matter. No, it doesn't matter. Kyle Lockett will get just everybody he walks by. <laughs> 15 or 20 hats. That's I mean, a big dude. One year there when I was there, Mickey G, he didn't even Another bend one. it. He ripped my hat off. Made it into a ball <laughs> and threw it in the trash. But does, does there are 34 signs, and I know this because I counted this year. 34 signs in the letter buck room that says, Ladies, please do not remove, remove. bras <laughs> or panties and throw them. Anyone caught throwing panties will be thrown out. And I'm thinking, there is 34 signs. There's only one sign that says no peeing on the floor. All right? <laughs> 34 signs. Is that a problem so much where the Pendleton people are having a meeting and saying, uh, well, another rough day at the letter buck room. We need to print out a couple more don't throw your panty signs. Yeah, you know what I'm how do you bring that up in the meeting? <laughs> how would you like to be the guy standing in front of the board wanting to talk? 
you know, well, let's go to the guy that makes the panty signs. Well, we're going to print out some more today. Great <laughs> day as we look at the numbers yesterday. But at Sykes to Missouri on a Thursday night, a Thursday night, one performance, they floated 152 kegs of beer. Let me tell you about Sykeson. Do you remember when they used to have the star and then, and then the slack? I never was there to okay, listen. Okay, yeah. listen. They had they had they had this they'd have this uh, the performance, then the star would come in and sing, and they party during it big time, <laughs> and it'd take about two hours. Then they would move it out, have the slack. Well, we all went there one night, flew down there, flying back to uh, Oklahoma. Lawton. Lawton. We're gonna fly back to Lawton that night for our our second calves. I won't mention any names, but there was four of us on the plane going down, and there was three of us coming back. <laughs> one of us passed out, not up me. One of my crew passed out in the stands, and, you know, they got down where your feet are. Yeah. So we couldn't find him. So we we finally, after, after the party, after the slack, we went back to the airport, flew back, and left him in Sykeston, and we didn't know he you was passed out. You left your friend we, in Sykeston? We couldn't find him. We had to get back to Lawton. He was passed out in the bleachers. Do you know who found him? The people sweeping <laughs> after all the slack was uh, over and took him. Do took you know how home. dirty and gross and horrible yes, rodeo nasty. bleachers oh, are? Oh, they're terrible. He was just laid in the bottom of them, passed out. He turned out at the next morning. I will say this. Pendleton and, and Sykeston in their different parties is that Sykeson is more like a wild keg party in college, yeah. and Pendleton's like the grown-up party, but still awesome. At Sykeson, I got slapped in the face by a live chicken. No, <laughs> I got slapped so in the face they, with uh, the, the a last live chicken. He what? The last day they call it the reefer party. Because it's like 134 no, degrees. A, a yeah, semi hot, truck hot. reefer, not what you're thinking. A refrigerated but. trailer party. Yeah. So you go in there and you <laughs> you pull this door open and it's full of guys. And they yell at you, shut the oh. door. And it's cold, like the, and the thing's running. We yeah. step up in there, and they shut the door, and it's pretty dark in there. They have some lights, but first thing, <laughs> committee guy, whop, rooster across his face. He's got a chicken <laughs> by the leg, and he just slaps me in the face with a live chicken. I thought, now we're partying. <laughs> and there is a Harley parked in there with a the sound system blaring. They have built a bar out of crates. In this reefer trailer. In the reefer trailer. And, of course, there was the ice that was in there for the rodeo. And, and the Boy Scouts that are uh, loading the, uh, <laughs> loading the uh, concession stands are having to come in and get waters and stuff. These boys are probably outside going, I ain't going in there. Uh-uh, I ain't going in there. You know what, Sykes, in at 4 o'clock in the morning, um, Chris Eastwood called me and he goes, come out and party. And I said no. And he said, you got five minutes. And if you're not out here in five minutes, we're going to hook onto your camper and pull it to the middle of the arena. And I said, bull crap. About four and a half minutes, I look out the window and I see a truck backing up. To pull your trailer I out I called there. him and I go, you can't move this. I said, uh, my stabilizer's down or the slide's out. And he goes, don't worry about that. We got four-wheel drive. And guess what I did? Partied. I got up and went back to party. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Will O'Connell was there. He, at one yeah, point, was there. He, they had a fire engine. With a hose on full fireman tilts, knocking people down. They have a water balloon at fight the, the last day also, or Friday. That's and not water balloon. Well, That's a real well, deal. That, yeah, but they, they, they come out, and we come out of the meeting, and they just start pelting everybody, including Boyd. Yeah, they got – when they Oh, Sykes is where Boyd got so mad at you on the meeting or something. Oh, that was just it. a oh, good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got them good. We got them pretty good. We Let me tell you. You even tricked him di like deep. Yeah, w even though Boyd and I had that plan and we were joking, 
he was so into it, it then scared it the shit real, out of me. It? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, was, it made it look real. <laughs> that big sucker in your face. Uh, uh, yeah, that was good. I think I, I might just catch that. Boyd tonight after the 10th perf. I might just be waiting, and when he walks out at Thomas and Mac, I just step up and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> he would pr- he'll, one of two things. Uh, he'll either happen. wilt Tambone because he's wore out, or he will kill you because he's oh. going to kill so many people. Oh. Oh, wait he will take it out on you, Big Bear. <laughs> Hold on, sir. Oh, I can't. i got to be and, at my party. And don't forget, we got 26 perfs next month with him in Denver. <laughs> I said Lloyd Paul Amos. It's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, uh, we, can we cut? <laughs> yeah, no, we're live now. Rewind. This isn't, this isn't in the... Uh, Take it away. Uh, all right, Joe. Let's right. get into some uh, some races here. The 10th round. Um, I've got the... Uh, some of them are done. Some of them are done. Yeah. Which ones are done? Rough stock. Pretty much done. So Bigelow's say. got the bareback? Bigelow, Bigelow's going to win it. He's already rode 10 horses, you know. With the re-ride. Yeah. Yeah, so what was that about? I, that was a mandatory re-ride. They said, I, you know, he, he tried him twice. He tried him two times, and he didn't get out. Well, why did the gate man open the gate then? Because he had to ride another horse, you know. But yep. anyway, Big Lowe's got it. Um, it looks like Sage has got it locked in. Um, Salabron could be. It's Zeke Thurston's. It's, he's put it away last night, went in to go around. Yes. It, Time uh, events are a mess. Um, so, Zeke, uh, who's, who's following Zeke? Uh, is it? Uh, who's behind him in that? I don't even have Probably that. Rusty, maybe. Rusty, yeah. I would think. I'm on the draw, not the standings, I guess. But yeah. what, uh, what's the steer wrestling look like? Wag opened the, de- opened the door last night. Um, Ty-, Ty Erickson, we've seen him come in the lead two or three times and have a lot of trouble, had trouble this week. Got it together last night when Wag stumbled. Ty Erickson stepped right up. Wanted Wonder to go around, around, let him move up to fifth in the average. I really think it's uh, – you know, when there's a dark horse, people forgot about Tyler Pearson. Tyler Pearson's the next man, really, to have the chance to maybe upset it. But I think it's a it's Tyrickson's to drop tonight. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. What about Team Roman? Uh, I'm gonna say it's a split split championship this year. I look for Clay Smith to win the heading. The healing could be Chase Tryon, could be Jade Corkle. He might they might pull it off. But come on, Jade. Yeah, they went down last night. One is that your fantasy guy? No, well, uh, he ro- he roped with steer with him and and I uh, love Jay. Oh, that's right, y'all did. Well, he Angelo. was he was in well, great he shape. Him, but he should have won it all. Um, it's it kind of messed up last night. So Wesley Thorpe, Chase Trine, or Jade Nahelan. What about tie down? Um, Haven Midget. It's his to drop the ball. Where did really? he come from? He Haven came out Midget. of nowhere. He did. He, he came, it wound up winning over hundred thousand there at the end of the year. Yeah, he won Piala. Yeah, he's that kid's. D- terrible, deathly. Just came out of nowhere and went to kicking butt. Tyson Durfee and Tough Cooper. Tough needed a place last night, I think, and to maybe have a chance to win all around, which it doesn't look good now. Um, Tyson Durfee's in good shape, but Haven, if he does what he's been doing, he'll win it. Is is Stetson? Is Stetson? Stetson's going to be the all around so, champ. I and think. that's the first one since '98, right? First one, yeah, since '98. And I mean, you first know, rough I, stock, sorry. I rodeo with the likes of Ty Murray. I know what it's like to deal with that guy. That's the best thing that's happened to rodeo. Make somebody step up on that other end and compete more in one event. Yep. Stetson, right? I'm, I'm picking him to win the all around, and I hope he does. That's awesome. I hope he does it too. It's a good yep. kid. He'll be the first rookie ever to win the all around championship. Ever. First ever. First ever. That's I did not know that. Yeah, that's I, insane. I, I checked because I didn't know either. What, that's old, what, what's he? Twenty. Twenty years old. Twenty yeah. years old. Yeah. First rookie. Gonna win the all-around champion of the world. He is. as a twenty-year-old. That's and that, I think that's, if that don't say Ty Murray, I don't know what does. Well, and I think he's gonna be a substantial 
um, leader on that end of the arena to fight for the all around for years to come because he rides Bronx good well, yeah. too. He almost made the NFL. If he'd have wrote, if he'd have made it in the NFR in the Bronx, it wouldn't even be close. That's right. That's it right. Wouldn't even be close. He's yeah. got 14 years of hardcore rodeo and yes, out. he does. And you know what he is? He's the most articulate, um, easy to interview, right? There's ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is cool to talk to. We had him on my show the other night. Uh, great kid to be around. He's going to win a lot. I, I was around. I never was around him till Casper, Wyoming, this year in July, and they were parked there. Him and his wife, and we all kind of cook outside of our camper there. And they were around the corner. Just they had their little grill out, and they. I mean, yeah, he, it was. He's uh, a cool I was like, kid. God, here's a, you know, twenty year old kid living life, just living his best life. I think that's awesome. I, I wasn't quite like that when I was twenty at Casper. <laughs> <laughs> You were sneaking to the beacon back I was then. At, I was you? living in the beacon. Yeah, that's where the at. Cowboys go. Oh, so. uh, uh, what, what about the ladies? Haley Kinsel. Uh, I don't think they'll beat her. She came back and won two go rounds into the week. Moved up in the average because of two girls knocking barrels down last night. I don't see any way they beat the yellow mare and her tonight. That's awesome. Good for her. Well, Haley Kinsel Lockwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. And uh, speaking of bull right, you just you you just said Sage and what a run of dominance. I mean, what a run. You know he's what we were on. talking about the other day? He's been in there five years. He's been here five years. He's won five world championships. He's going to win six his sixth time this year. Go back and look. If you could ever find six in a row, uh, I don't think it happened. Especially he's, in a bull ride. Just oh to stay man. healthy is yeah. the feat. Yeah. Just to stay healthy enough to maintain your $100,000 lead coming in. We, we hit on this yesterday talking about money. Uh, you know, and it wasn't very long ago, 10 years ago, a uh, buddy of mine he, uh, world champion B.J. Schumacher said, you know, at eighty thousand dollars could get, will get you to the NFR. Yeah, and now oh yeah. it took over a hundred. Well, like in the tie down roping, my boy had eighty five thousand, eighty four thousand. He didn't make the national finals, but that's where it's finally supposed to be. Absolutely, money. That's what we've been looking for for the last ten years. Step it up and let it pay and, like and, it's supposed to. And on that note, and maybe I'm not going to try and get off on too much of a tangent, but one of our awesome partners with Rump Chat, Gold Buckle Beer. Now, yep. listen. People are complaining, you know, distributorship is, uh, is hard. They're having, you know, some issues with that. But this is a company that's giving <clears throat> thousands of dollars to rodeos like Sydney, Iowa, and small rodeos in the circuit, plus thousands of dollars to the circuit finals. So I don't care. Why would you – I don't care you can't get it. Why would you ever, as a fan, as a person, a supporter of pro rodeo, would you complain <laughs> about somebody giving hundreds of thousands of dollars? Yeah, because it is hard. We all know. We've all, I've been on a committee. I used to gripe so much about committees. I got on two committees. I, you, it's hard to keep continue getting money for the same thing over and over and to make it bigger and better. And until companies like that step up, we're all in a bind. Absolutely. Nobody makes some money. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's those armchair fans going back to what we were saying earlier, that yeah. just bitch and gripe. You know, they have got nothing better to do. So instead of writing a, a negative comment why don't you write a positive comment yeah. and uh you Thank know support you. so sorry there's my i'm off my soapbox now the good box to be on at this time <laughs> good box <laughs> well i tell you uh is rump every, you want to go through some bfo picks well real quick is every is there anybody out tonight do we have our sports medicine update from justin boots i have not heard from the team <clears throat> but uh, i think it's all still the same kobe's yeah. out Obviously, Bradley's out. Uh, Austin Foss, I don't Austin know if he's Foss, back, but yeah. he's got a sh- separated shoulder, yeah. so I doubt he's out. So we got to bail into our BFO today. Uh, for all you that are here right now watching the live show, championship round. I don't, ha- I don't know if y'all were here yesterday, but yesterday was electric. I mean, it was a great bullfight. The head-to-head days are over. 
It's championship day, and um, boy, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to pick. The way everybody got in in their brackets, Justin Josie yesterday, I mean, phenomenal first ninety point bullfight of BFO. Start off the back jump, my boy Josie the hippie kicked their butts. Uh, he's in a bracket with Dayton Spiel and Bo Sheet. Dayton was in the last uh, last bullfight, had a great bullfight. But um, uh, progressing out of round one, I'm gonna call Josie. Okay, I think I think Josie's moving on. Round number two. Yeah, Tuckness. I know you probably don't know any of these guys, but I just know a give, few of them. give a name. I Pick one. You got to go against Rump. I'm picking down here. I'm picking down there. I'm gonna go the sure thing for my pick. Oh, okay. You're going with Weston to win I'm it all. I'm going with Weston to win it all. All right. Now you win for a reason. If you win one or two, you like three and four. So I'm gonna stick with him. I'm picking Aaron Mercer to win the world. Uh, that's a good pick too. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Speaking of a race, that's probably over. <laughs> well, that's round two with Aaron Mercer is gonna be a. That's a horribly tough one to pick. Tucker yeah. Lane has finally slowed down, and of course Sasquatch is always great. Um, Hambo, who are you picking though? Who Who am I gonna pick to move on out of round two? Yeah, that's. I gotta go with Aaron Aaron Mercer. He's the I hot gotta, hand right now, Joe. He, yeah, he's the, he's the hot hand. I, I and nothing against Tucker because I'm sure Tucker and his girlfriend and they're from Missouri so they brought like 90 people everywhere they go but uh, <laughs> the, there's it's hard to pick because you know what you don't want to pick against anybody because everybody here in round one through four is awesome there's but I, I see Aaron moving on he's he's not really had any slips Tucker's had a slip or two and and I just uh, the mercy the Aaron mercy mercy roll coming back in round two. Yeah, round three. You pick one, Joe, and I'll tell you if you're right. I've already picked. I'm in four. No, you got to pick out of the round of three. I, okay, Which one out of round well, three? <laughs> th- this one I know, but this one I like. Chris Fur. Yep. North yep. Carolina. I watched him. I liked. I liked. I, I just liked the way he steps around. Listen, I got a boy that I sent to um, Webster School last year. I got a boy. Kobe Adams, and he fights him, and that's why I've got to where I watch him pay attention because when he calls and asks me something that I have to ask Webster, I don't want to sound like a total dumbass. <laughs> so I've been watching and I've been learning more and more. And to me, it's almost like it's almost like some guys take the fight to them, some let the fight come to them. Yep. And the ones that know where they're at in their own fight are comfortable. The ones that, and my boy did it the other day, he got lost. He got out of his comfort zone. He took a fight to an old smart bull with some dip-down horns, and he just tortured him in Vegas, made him pay for it during the PBR. So, to me, I'm learning I'm learning with him, but what I like to watch, the guys that know that they take their fight to the bull, they do it, and they feel comfortable. When you get out of your realm in any sport that you're in, in any event in this rodeo, it's like Kef ropers and steer wrestlers that don't let the steer wrestlers don't let their feet hit, rump. When you get out of your game, that's when you don't win anything. The only right. difference in the bullfights, that's when you get your ass run over. That's right. And there's been a lot of that. Uh, Toby Emman got his pants ripped off. And <laughs> yeah. The one Saw thing that. we've learned about Toby this week is <laughs> he wears no hip pads and he wears bikini-style underwear. <laughs> okay, That's to prevent when everything else goes. <laughs> you, you know when you're little and your mom tells you to always wear clean underwear in case you're in a wreck? Toby definitely had to uh, have some clean undies for that day. But <laughs> round three, Chance Mormon, Zach Call, Christopher. Zach Call impressed me yesterday, and I know that Zach's good. All the you know, that's but what I said. I pointed to him. But but yeah. Him, yeah, Zach had a great bullfight yesterday. You know, Zach, you don't get stirred up. He's 
he's pretty non, you know, it's pretty hard to shake him off his game. But uh, and Chance Mormon still hasn't apologized for when he got me knocked out in the barrel at Sydney. So <laughs> it's it's hard to <laughs> they did too. <coughs> they had to pull big. They had to get a link belt crane out there to get rump out of that barrel. So while I'm while I'm laying there and this bullet's hit me on the side of the face, I look across the arena and there's Chance Mormon on the other side, safely watching a fat guy in a big steel barrel get hooked. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is Redemption Day for Rump. I'm gonna give Chance a hug. Yeah. One hug, make One. a friend. One, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chris for this round. I, it's hard to Chris is a, he's a cat, and he's handled like where Chance Chance is great if he can stand in the middle and just throw fakes. But when it comes to kind of having to step around, want to make some rounds, um, all these bulls have been excellent all week. But Chris Fur, he's gonna advance. Yep, and, um, and he's gonna have to fight him. All right, so so just give an overall champ just today, not the world. Just today, I you already gave yours. Mm-hmm. You're going with Weston. Joe's oh, yeah. Rump. Who who just just today's tournament? Not just the, BFO not the Vegas champion of, yeah. of this tournament. Um, well, if if Josie can keep doing what he did yesterday, he's going to be the champ. If he slips one inch, Aaron Mercer or Weston are going to get him. So, I who do I think? Who do I want to see? You pick three. He said one. I want to see. politician. Nope. I'm not who, thinking. Who, I'm going to tell you who Who's I want to see. I want to see the guy that start, never had been to a rodeo until I picked him up in Cody. I made him work for me for seven months. I never hardly paid him, and I borrowed money from him <laughs> several times, and I owe him another 100 bucks. He's a good kid. He don't care about what anybody thinks. He, he definitely – Marches to the beat of a different drum. Justin Josie, BFO Vegas champion. All right. He Come on, Jose. Are you going to stick around? Are you going to be able to stick around? You probably got, I got two you more got things to, I got to do. You got to go. But, but they don't start till 2, so I'm going to yeah. do one of them and come back. I, I, right here, folks, I want to say this is a very busy man. He is part of our Boyd Gaming team. Um, he's an eight-time champion of the world. I think he's outstandingly good at on TV. I mean, we listen to the way you just talked about bullfight. He doesn't know, but he does the research. He goes out and learns. He can tell you just much about bull riding and bareback riding. Did you ever ride a bull or a bareback horse? One bull was enough. I had a brother-in-law that made the bareback riding finals out here, so I studied it, and I pulled some bull rope from some of the best guys in the business. See, that's what it's all about there right there. Does the research. He's just a great all-human or all-around human, and we just love calling him a pal. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Beaver, everybody. Let's give him a round of applause, please. All right. And... Don't forget. Thank you, buddy. We'll probably take Christmas off, but uh, rumpchat.com. You can check our old podcasts out if you want to. Yeah. Um, now, I will warn you, <laughs> they do put an E beside it on iTunes, so not ever, it's not totally family It's not family, for everyone. It's not for everyone. If you don't like it, we don't care. Anyway, we love you all. Thank you. Thanks to Justin Boots, Gold Buckle Beer, Boyd Gaming, 2 o'clock BFO. We'll see you all next year. Laters. Let's fight some bulls, Las Vegas. Let's go.